Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Nothing But Locks podcast. I'm your host, Ali Melnicki, accompanied by a very special guest today, along with Robert Kowalski, who's also always with me on the show. We have our brilliant CEO, Mark Thomas. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm great, Ali. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So obviously, big news. I'm in Nashville right now. Zen Sports is live in Nashville. Last month, we got our our gaming license for the state of Tennessee. Very exciting stuff. So Mark, before we get into the sports stuff, I know everyone wants to hear about odds and futures and everything, but why don't you give our listeners, especially new listeners that we are acquiring in Tennessee, some background to Zen Sports. So who are we? Why are we different? And why did we decide to launch in Tennessee? Yeah, so uh, Zen Sports has had a pretty interesting journey. Uh, we originally started out many years ago, nothing sports betting related. Uh, we were a recreational sports app helping connect people to meet up uh, to play sports in person for money and for fun. So uh, leagues, tournaments, pickup games, et cetera. And then when PASPA <clears throat> was repealed uh, by the Supreme Court in May of 2018, just a little over five years ago, uh, we made the decision to pivot uh, into sports betting. Uh, and but still try to keep a social theme to it all. Um, and so our our concept, our thought was, let's do a peer-to-peer sports betting marketplace uh, with a focus on cryptocurrency wagering, you know, really try to streamline the whole process. Um, and so we originally launched in Europe um, in early 2019, uh, but we decided and realized that having just a peer-to-peer sports betting marketplace was not going to be like enough. People still want a traditional sports book and they still also want to bet, you know, a traditional fiat. So we actually added a sports book at the time uh, and again, operated in Europe for a couple of years. Um, and then we made the decision and, and always kind of wanted to be here in the U.S., right? Because we're based here in the U.S. So we made a decision to enter the U.S. market. Um, and earlier this year, we began the license application process in Tennessee. I'll talk more in a second about why Tennessee. Um, and then end of May, uh, so May 24th, we received our sports betting license. And then we launched in Tennessee last week. Uh, we are focused on just the sports book right now. Uh, we'll be potentially looking to apply to get approval for the peer-to-peer sports betting marketplace at some point in the future. Uh, same thing on the cryptocurrency side. We're not doing that in Tennessee right now. That's something we'll uh, certainly look at applying for later on. Uh, so it is just the sports book right now, but we're still different. Um, we have a really, really unique loyalty and rewards and bonus program uh, that's unlike anything else that's out there. Uh, so with most of the products, most of the sports betting operators and sports books, you might get a deposit bonus or uh, you know a, a, a free play bonus or something like that to try out a product. We go way beyond that. We actually built out a robust loyalty program so you can actually earn cash back rewards every single month based on your loyalty and based on your betting handle and volume. Uh, you can also earn rewards and cash back based on uh, keeping your funds in Zen Sports uh, and making infrequent withdrawals. Um, and then we have a really robust referral bonus program where you can refer others to Zen Sports uh, and actually get um, a percentage of their betting handle as a bonus to you as well. And all of these bonuses are actual cash into your Zen Sports account that you can withdraw to your bank account or debit card if you so choose. You do not have to roll it over or wager a certain number of times with it. The second you get it credited to your account, you can withdraw it back um, to your bank if you want. So uh, for all those reasons, it's really unique. We're, we're rewarding people for their loyalty, for their continued play, for believing in Zen Sports, for being with us, 
Um, and then we also couple that with 24 by seven customer support, which no one else is doing. So for all those reasons, definitely those listeners out there that are in Tennessee, um, you know, give Zen Sports uh, a try. We're doing some really unique things. We're a small company, uh, you know, support your small local businesses. Um, that would be us. And uh, we're super excited to be in the Tennessee market. Yeah, and I've been in Nashville for about eight, eight or nine days now since we launched, and I love it here. It's a beautiful city. It's a very lively city. I know Robert was in town last week, and real quick, Robert, again, before we get to the odds and picks and everything and start just talking NFL and stuff, how was the hot chicken here in your experience? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always have to address the most important things about Tennessee, <laughs> Uh, and yes, you're right. You know, we're going to have countless episodes to come like we have in the past. It's just sort of just like uh, settling in and, and just having our really comfortable uh, couch that we just get to settle in and talk about the odds as they go. But uh, yeah, I, I had a, a an opportunity to have a a really fantastic hot chicken sandwich while I was in Nashville. And uh, just, just to say that it was... Uh, it was moving. It was excellent. <laughs> I really did it. Had <laughs> Not even there. No. And so uh, to think that I possibly missed out on uh, what's the uh, the the trademark location to go to. Um, um, I, I I will come back though for uh, for a taste of Hattie Bees. Don't worry. Well, you got your cowboy hat. So next time you do come to Nashville, you'll definitely be rocking it down Broadway. So we can't <laughs> wait to see that. But oh, yeah. let's get straight to the picks and odds and everything I think every every sports betting fan wants to hear. And let's start with the NFL. Obviously, we got about a month and a half till the NFL kicks off. I know I can't wait. I love the NFL. It is my favorite sport to bet on. It is my favorite sport to watch. I'm a New York Giants fan, so I'm happy we have a playoff win from last year. I know that there's a lot of people that are doubting us this year. I'm not one of them. I believe in my team. But let's start with Super Bowl odds because this is a popular time of year, Robert and Mark, that we are in. We're getting into tr training camp soon. You know, there's still a few free agents unsigned, but we'll, we expect to see them signed in the next few weeks. So I don't think the odds are going to change too much bearing a big trade. So, Robert, let's start with the odds. When you were making odds for the 32 teams in the NFL, were there any particular lines that really stuck out to you? Why don't you name a few? You know, when uh, when you create a, a future book, there's really only one way that you can go about it. And you kind of work in reverse order from, you know, the Super Bowl all the way back down and see just what may have changed from, uh, well, basically the, the end of the game until the NFL draft. And then until you actually go ahead and open up next year's numbers. Uh, I still think that the, the, the chiefs and the Eagles have to be put right at the very top right now, not probably nearly as, as tight as they were, as we were getting closer towards the playoffs and all, but that being said, Zen sports right now is offering the chiefs at a, I think a pretty generous number. You're getting, uh, you know, 6.5 for every dollar that you're betting on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, the Eagles eight to one. And we could probably go out and take a look and see, you know, if they're going to hold on to their NFC crown or if, you know, teams like the Niners who are 10 to one, or maybe the Cowboys even at 14 to one could take them down from their NFC perch on the uh, AFC side. Well, I mean, it's the usual suspects. There's the bills and Bengals, as I like to call them right there in the very next tier at nine to one. 
followed by, well, <laughs> the Jets at 16 to 1. Uh, and of course, when Aaron Rodgers came over, that was the major move so far in the offseason where the Jets were somewhere in the vicinity of about 35, maybe 40 to 1, kind of just wallowing in that netherworld where if you don't have a quarterback, well, that's the kind of number that you settle in on. Well, um, Mark, I'm sure you're going to go ahead and have maybe a comment or two here about uh, the the quarterback that uh, you know led Green Bay to many a victory. Now with the New York Jets, uh, and and what do you think about their maneuver uh, in acquiring Aaron Rodgers in their race for an AFC title? So a couple of things first that I just want to uh, comment on before I answer that. So one, I think the Bills are completely overrated. Yeah. Um, I, I I think nine to one is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, first of all, they're in obviously, you know, very, very tough conference. I actually think they're in a very tough division now uh, as well, too. Uh, they are not the type of team that plays well away from uh, Buffalo. And even when they're at Buffalo, they lost the playoff game last year to the Bengals. So I, I'm just really surprised at that number. I understand they have Josh Allen, but I just, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, you got to at least get to a Super Bowl before, in my opinion, you can you know be like that. And it feels like that they've had a lot of chances um, to prove themselves and to get to that point. Plus, I don't love their coach uh, as well. So I, I think for a lot of reasons, I think they're overrated. I think for all the questions that the Niners have at quarterback, I'm surprised that they're only 10 to 1 odds. Uh, as well um certainly have a great coach great defense but uh you know the quarterback position is going to be a a huge question mark for them and again can the Lions like actually make the playoffs before they're in the top what 10 for uh you know odds uh so what at 22 to 1 right Um, so these are the kinds of things jump out of me whereas I think Jaguars have really good value at 24 to 1 Dolphins at 25 to 1 even you can make the argument Chargers at 30 to 1 they just you know in my opinion have bad coaching. Um, and I think that's a uh, pretty good value. So as far as my Packers go um, from a strategic standpoint, um, personnel standpoint, absolutely was the right move to get rid of Rogers uh, for several reasons. One, he didn't want to be there anymore. Uh, there's no point in trying to fight that. If it was, you know, if you, if, if it was clear the moment Jordan Love was drafted a few years ago that, you know, Rogers had a problem with it and he used that motivation to obviously win back-to-back MVPs um, but the reality is, is after last year, you know, it, it was getting stale. Um, everything about it was getting stale. And I'm also tired of one and four in NFC championship games, um, as well. So, um, you know, given all the talent that he's had and they've had to go to one Super Bowl and, and win it, which is great, but, uh, it's just, it's just not acceptable in my opinion. So, you know, come in, uh, bring in the Jordan Love era. I think it's the right time. It is uncanny. How literally this looks and feels exactly like the situation of Rogers taking over for Favre. I mean, 15 years, uh, uh, you know, uh, Jordan Love sat for three, you know, 15 years since that last happened. Uh, Jordan Love sat for three years. Aaron Rodgers sat for three years behind Favre. Uh, Favre goes to the Jets. Rodgers goes to the Jets. Uh, everyone questioning whether Love can step into it. Everyone was questioning whether Rodgers could step into it. Um, a lot of drama around the situation. It's just, it, it just really literally feels like deja vu. So I think they're, I think they're going to surprise some people. I think Watson is a stud. Um, I think that their offense and offensive line in general are probably very underrated. Um, I mean, uh, Rashawn Gary on defense. I just, I, 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 I think special teams uh, with, with Nixon. Um, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. I, I have them going 10 and seven. 
um, and uh, snagging a sixth or seventh uh, seed playoff spot. Um, but uh, yeah, let's bring it on. Ready for football season. I also think that division that the Packers in is extremely overrated. I think too yeah. many people are putting so much stock on on Justin Fields with the Bears taking a leap. He still can't throw, and defenses are going to figure him out. I think the Lions just feel like everyone's sweetheart team because they came on strong at the end of last year. And the Vikings, I said all last year, they were the luckiest team in football. And it, it proved so when my Giants played them in the playoffs and just exposed how bad their defense was. And the Vikings did pretty much nothing except get their defense worse, I think, in the offseason because they lost a lot of key contributors. So I'm with you, Mark. I actually think that the Packers are going to surprise a lot of people. They still have a good core especially on the defensive end. So I'm with you. And I also agree about the 49ers 10 to one where Sam Darnold might be your quarterback for week one. Right. I do not understand that. We don't know when Brock Purdy was, is going to be back. Even then we don't know what Trey Lance is going to be. I'm not that high on Lance. So I don't know. I don't think the Niners defense can sustain it. If they have no offense, we, we saw that in the championship game against the Eagles where they basically played without a quarterback and they got annihilated. I think another team I is overrated is the Jaguars. I just don't see it. They needed to beat Joshua Dobbs in week 17 just to make the playoffs. Sure, they had the epic comeback against the Chargers, but the Chargers are just known for choking when it comes to the postseason. So if anything, I think the Jaguars 24 to I don't even think the Jaguars win their division, to be honest with you. But Robert, is there any in your mind that is overrated, underrated looking at these? Mark, you know, you you definitely <laughs> I just love having you on the couch here with us because you're 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 answering all of my questions here that I just thought of. And I I don't want to even you know move to the Bills anymore. Just take a look at the NFC North, right? And and we talk about the Packers and their odds to win. Let, let's stay away from the NFC for a moment, but you call them out at 10 wins, and I'm like, hmm, 10 wins. But there's no division with tighter odds to win the division than the NFC North. The Lions are only plus 120. Followed by the Vikings at three to one, the Bears at four, and then the Green Bay Packers at four and a half. There's no tighter division than that. If you had to look at the next one that's remotely close to it, I mean, I, I guess it would have to be the AFC East with the Bills, Jets, right. and Dolphins. You know, then the Pats. You know, whatever. But no, there's there's a, it's a wide open division, and it's absolutely ripe for the taking for Green Bay if Detroit and you know Minnesota. I mean, look. No Cook. They obviously think they'll be fine without Dalvin Cook. Lots of questions on the Chicago Bears roster. I think that honestly, if you're if you're looking for you know a price, and that's one thing I love doing. That's my number one question for everybody. What's your price? Uh, and uh, you know, clearly Mark's finding uh, you know several right here in just our opening minutes of our episode. Yeah, for sure. So Robert, from your from your point of view, I know you're at Baldini's accepting bets all day. What teams are getting the most action? Are there any surprises or I guess not surprises that you've seen? Yeah, so to win to win the Super Bowl right now, the the teams that are being bet the most shocker, uh Bay Area, San Francisco, uh Seattle is getting, you know, some Seattle. love here and then of course you have to say You know Smith in a Super Bowl, I I I would I don't think there's odds I could bet for that. <laughs> Well, look, Seattle's 40 to one right now uh, to, to win the Super Bowl. What would be your price right now? Do you think that they should be somewhere in the realm 
of the Raiders, maybe at 66, or maybe even, you know, the Titans that are up there around 82 to one. I think, yeah, I think I would comp them about with the Titans. I, the, the Seahawks are another team I thought was vastly overrated. Geno Smith had a couple great games that people kind of just accentuated that I, I think really just, and they were in a terrible division. The, the Cardinals were the worst team in the NFC. The Rams just had a total collapse after the Super Bowl, especially when Stafford and Cup went down. So they really got to play in a posi- in a division where they had two of the worst teams in the NFC. So I just don't see it. Again, I'm not I'm not a Geno Smith fan. I'll full disclosure with that. I think Pete Carroll still is a great coach and he will have that defense ready. But I don't see Geno Smith repeating what he did last year at all. There's no way, you know, he was in the league for what, 10, 11 years before he finally peaked. Right. I don't see it. Well, he, he tapered off towards the end of the year anyways. Yeah. For sure. I think that's yeah. Exa- yeah, that's exactly what happened when they went to Germany. Then everything just fell apart on them. Oh 100%. yeah, we talked about it all all last year, Robert. We said it was right. like the German curse. They had too much uh, too much Oktoberfest. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think the Raiders are a pretty good value at sixty six to one. Um, you know, certainly Garoppolo is you know injured a lot, um, but you know I could see him and Devontae Adams clicking. Um, and of course, you know they've got question marks on defense, but. Um, you know, I mean, they're due to win some close games. I mean, they lost a lot of close games, especially early on last year. Uh, so they probably will have some regression back to the mean on that front. Uh, d- definitely a very tough division. I mean, that's that's probably the biggest thing going against them. Um, you know, is is that uh, is the AFC West? But sixty six to one is pretty good. Of course, I love the Packers at sixty six to one um, in terms of value. Um, a little surprised the Steelers are as high as they are at fifty-five to one. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what that one's about at all. Um, so, and I, the Saints at thirty-five to one. That one's also pretty perplexing to me as well, too. I don't think, think Derek Mark- Carr. I don't know how Derek Carr moves the odds <laughs> like he did. I mean, how many right. Super Bowls did the Saints get to with Drew Brees? Like, they think they're going to be that much better with Derek Carr. Right. Yep. Agreed. Yep. Totally. Hundred percent. All right, let's go into some of the the team totals because I know everyone loves betting the over under on how much a team, how many games a team will win over the course of the year. So there was a few I wanted to pick out. And Robert, let's start since we are in Tennessee with the Titans. What is their total listed at for total wins this year so far? Right. And so, of course, how do we come up with a number? Right. So obviously, if you go ahead and you go to your book, preferably here at zensports.com, you'll probably find that the season win total, when you add up every single team, should add up to 272, because that's the total number of games. If it's more than that, and you realize that, you might want to knock on the door and say, hey, uh, why is this number not right? (laughs) Because (laughs) they they have to play 17 games each, so 272 is the number that it should all add up to. That being said, once the schedule came out, I broke down and I said, okay, um, let's make a spread on every single game for every single team. Seven and a half is the number that I generated on the Tennessee Titans based on uh, their strength of schedule, uh, what they've got coming into it, whether or not Ryan Tannehill plays the entire season. Uh, And, well, (laughs) uh, it's tentative, right, because of what may just happen in case they do pick up DeAndre Hopkins. But seven and a half shaded to the under minus 145 so you're betting uh 145 to win 100 to go under that seven and a half number and if you go over it's a quarter plus a quarter bet a dollar win a dollar and a quarter 
Uh, seven and a half, Allie. Um, where would your lean go first there? I'm on the over for that one. I think that the Titans are, I think they're just getting disrespected. And how they ended the year was because they were pretty much picking up Joshua Dobbs off the, I believe the Browns or the Lions squad. It was his first career start, like the second to last game of the year. And had he not fumbled Robert at with like what, less than a minute? Exactly. Less than a minute. Yeah. They're in the playoffs. That's why I mm-hmm. think the Jaguars are completely overrated. I I'm, I think this is an over. I think they win nine or ten wins, and it's going to be not a great division. So right. still have the best running back in the division with Derrick Henry. I think that and they Mike Vrabel is a very underrated coach. So I'm going over. How about you, Mark? Yeah, it's a close one. Um, I I don't like it either way per se. I think seven and a half is actually like a perfect number. Um, it could be seven. It could be eight. <laughs> uh, I think the things that you have going forward are the bad division. Like you mentioned, I haven't looked at the rest of their schedule, but I generally, you know, the AFC is really tough, uh, especially compared to the NFC uh, right now, but yeah, you could easily make a case that they could win four games just in their division alone. Um, you know, and then that means they only have to get to another four wins across the, what, 11 games, Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, which is not that hard to do. So, yeah, uh, I think I'd slightly lean over. Um, and since the over has the plus, you know, payout on it, um, I think that's even more so. So, yeah, I don't I don't like it. Um, you know, what do you say, Robert? Minus 140, 145? Yeah, yeah under 45 nah, to go under. No, nah, no, nah, that's no, nah, I don't like that value at all. So, yeah, jump on the jump on the Titans uh, over seven and a half. All right, let's move on to Mark's team. I know we just talked about the Packers, but this is going to be an interesting debate for many who probably put too much stock in Aaron Rodgers leaving. Robert, what are the Packers looking at as their win total for the season? Quickly scribbling out the number now that I heard Mark say 10 wins. Hang on, hang on. Ah, Okay, right. Seven and a half. Uh, Let's go Mm -hmm. over a quarter. Let's go over a quarter here. Uh, I do think that the number is set right. They do have uh, a, a bit of an uphill climb, but like we just did mention just a short while ago, it's the tightest race to win that division title. Can I read off their schedule to you and yeah. you just go win-loss, win-loss? I'd this love one? this game, please. Okay, great. First week at Chicago. That's a win. Win. Second week at Atlanta. That's a win. Third I week. loss. <laughs> oh really interesting interesting uh third week uh new orleans at home uh at uh, in green bay oh i'll yes. take uh, green bay might start the year three and oh that's where i'm going with this week four at home <laughs> against detroit could say a loss there i guess but it is at home yeah that, that's a that's a toss-up let's just go let's go let's go win because i think that there's gonna be a lot of animosity okay so now they started four and oh so they're half <laughs> <laughs> Week five at Vegas. Uh, they'll lose that game. Oh, you think so? Interesting. Okay. Uh, okay. So four and one. So uh, week seven because they have a bye week. Week six uh, at Denver. Ooh, see, Denver's another team. I think people are putting too much stock in that isn't going to be nearly as they might even be worse than they were last year because Russell Wilson's not getting younger. Um, that's a toss up, Robert. What do you think? I'm going to divert to you first. At Denver? Yeah. Denver's going to have to be a three and a half point favorite. So that's a loss. So four and two, Brad, uh, versus Minnesota at home. At home, they'll win that one. So 
five and two versus the Rams at home. Uh, they'll win that one. Six and two. So at Pittsburgh, uh, week uh-huh. 10. I think they lose that one in Pittsburgh. Okay, fine. Six in. <laughs> uh, where are we at now? Six and three. Yep. Uh, uh, Chargers at home. Ooh, Robert, you, you take this one. <laughs> uh, Chargers at Lambeau, November 19th. Uh, let's go. Best I could do is pick them. All right, fine. We'll give them a loss just for the argument's sake. So six and four. At Detroit, I think that would be a loss. So six and five. Kansas State at home, that would be a loss. Six and six. <laughs> at the Giants, maybe I can give you that one. So six and seven. Tampa at home, seven and seven. At Carolina, uh, eight and seven. Uh, at Minnesota, eight and eight. Uh, Chicago, nine and eight. And I think they win one of the other pickups at so ten and seven. So. I think that's correct. I think they're a nine win team this year, for sure. I think 10, but whatever. So either way, they get past the seven and a half. Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. I, I think that number is probably fair to bet to, to put it at the seven and a half. But I'm, so I'm, what are what are the odds, Robert? We actually have our season win total at seven and a half and over a quarter. <laughs> okay, what's the other? Based on, based on your prognostication, however, uh, yeah, maybe at maybe adding a couple more cents to the vig there makes sense to go over. <laughs> well, I just look at the schedule, and you know the thing is too is when teams get off to a good start in the NFL, then they start to get confident and they start to build momentum and all sort of stuff. I mean, teams can fall off. I mean, I've seen you know we've seen teams start off five and one or whatever and taper off, but um, yeah, I I uh, I mean, keep in mind, really the only question mark for them really is quarterback. I, I love the rest of their offense. I really do. I think Dobbs is going to make a big step forward. Watson already in the second half of last year was taking big steps. Uh, Jones is Jones. Um, maybe a couple questions at offensive line, but even there, I think they're they're strong. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I I, th- I think their defense is going to be very good. So, yeah, it should be a I, – I'd be really, really shocked if they went under on that total. Yeah, I, I agree with I'll, you. I, I think – Mark and Allie, I think I'll just add this. I mean, I, I'm, I'm typically a contrarian in in general, but I think if if Jordan Love turns out to have some like really serious chemistry, like from the opening bell with the receivers and the newly drafted kids, you know, my prediction could be you know quite off. Uh, right. and, and look, we just simply haven't seen enough of them to get a good right. judgment. Oh yeah, no, for um, sure, for sure. You know, and then obviously, you know the. Uh, defensive line departures, you know, we're going to have to see how Devontae Wyatt ends up. You know, he was yeah. a first round pick. Uh, special teams, I know last year, Mark, when we chatted, you were really upset with the special teams and their lack of performance. Uh, but look, we, we, well, but then, but then Nixon came on, you know, the last third of the season. Exactly. Did really well. So, yeah. Let's move on to Aaron Rodgers' new team, and that's the Jets. I know everyone thinks that they're going to be the best New York Jets team that we've seen since Namath. I disagree. Uh, Robert, what is the over-under total set for the Jets this year? I I did everything I could to not make this happen, but it is what it is. The number is nine and a half, the Stop season win total. Nine and oh. a half. Oh, I am going to shade it to the under because I knew you were going to say stop it. So I'm going to, I'm going to cut you for a Wow, quarter. Their schedule is really hard. I just looked at it. Wow. This oh, is yeah. a hard schedule. 
Oh Me my God, it's a gauntlet. <laughs> One of our last God. episodes, I went over their schedule last year and every win that they had was against a team's either second or third string quarterback. So they were vastly overrated last year. And they basically Damn. have the Green Bay offense that didn't do much last year. Probably worse because they don't have a, a, a running back to start the season because I don't think Brees Hall is going to be ready. They so have three gimme games. That's it that I see. That's that's it. All right, I, let's. <laughs> I, you want, Robert, here's here's my hot take. They finished last in that division this year. This is impossible. Which, by the way, Mark, we'll we'll touch base on another episode. We're going to talk about a little side wager that Allie and I happened to make while we were in Nashville. That uh, it, it's a little bit of a high stake. So over uh, something that might be happening over back in the. Um, uh, what is it? The uh, the AFC South division. But that being said, back to the Jets. I mean, look, let's get something straight. Sauce Gardner. Can, can we name a better cornerback in the league right sure. now? Sure. But that's one. Right? That's one you mean his, his actual name or how he plays? <laughs> hey, look, I, I got to do some sympathy here for my little redheaded stepchild. All right. Because we got to we got to say, look, first off, they got the quarterback that they've been looking for for well over a decade, maybe more. Sauce Gardner has to be one of the top cornerbacks in the league right now, and Garrett Wilson has to be one of the top offensive players already. So it's a solid roster. Now, yeah. injuries, sure. and, uh, we, we, can't, we can't cover injuries because injuries could happen to anybody. So nine and a half is strictly off of the point spreads that I have applied to every single game this year. It, of course, lots, lots can change. I mean, lots could change in in literally six weeks when they come into training camp. But if Rodgers is put in charge of all of the roster decisions the rest of this offseason <laughs> and starts lobbying for more friends, you know, I might even change my prediction to make it even go more than nine and a half. Uh, I mean, look, Lazard... Obviously, a, a decent addition. You, you know, I mean, basically, adding, it's Packers 2.0. It, it is. The, team. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem that way, right? Um, in all seriousness, though, I think if Rodgers does stay healthy all year, I think they're much more talented than nine and a half wins. Ugh, Robert, you're such like an optimist. <laughs> Stop drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> All right, Mark. Let's give. Let's get your take on on this nine. This ridiculous nine and a half. Uh, yeah. Again, I just the schedule is brutal. Buffalo, Dallas, New England, but it's a divisional game. Kansas City, Denver, Philadelphia, <laughs> Giants, uh, Chargers, uh, Raiders, which is at you know the Raiders. Buffalo, Miami, Atlanta. Okay, that's a gimme game. Houston. Okay, that's a gimme game. At Miami, Washington. Uh, even that they're not a gimme. Uh, Cleveland is probably a gimme, and then at New England. I mean, there's three gimmies on that schedule, maybe two or three uh, medium-type games, and the rest are hard, really hard. And a lot of these are road games, too. I'm just like, wow. So I just uh, – I mean, uh, certainly they can win 10 games. I'm not saying that they can't. Um, but, I mean, wow, are they going to have anything left for the playoffs? I mean, I just uh, – <laughs> Wow, that is a real. I, that's got to be one of the hardest schedules in the NFL this year. Yeah. Allie put a bookmark in this episode. My God, <laughs> I mean they're playing both Super Bowl teams. Although granted, at home, um, I mean so many playoff teams on this schedule. It's unbelievable. Wow, man. Yep. And even those, even those easier games are there. They're the last like 
you know, four or five games of the season. The first 12, 13 games are brutal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I'm going under all the way. I, I mean it, Robert. Pinpoint this episode. Let's bookmark it. Jets finished last in their division. Last. Um, let's see. So I would say Buffalo will probably win the division. Uh, Miami second. No, New England's worse than them. Jets will be third. You think New England's better than the Jets? I, I do. I mean, I, they got so they got some receiving help, but they got Juju now. Um, I think that you know Bill Belichick just seems to know how to win. He just he just does. I know he didn't do it the year with Cam Newton. I know they had an off year last year, but I just think that they're more of like they're. I think they're about an eight and nine team. Uh, maybe seven is 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 right for them. But I, I just I don't see the Jets winning more than the Jets were eight and nine last year. I don't see them better than that this year. So I think it's going to be a toss up. So. I think they go 10 and seven uh, and um, get like the seven seed. That's what I see them doing. All right. We'll see. It kind of reminds me of like a Broncos last year. Who do you have? Who coached the Broncos last year? Nathaniel Hackett. Who's on the the Jets now running the offense? He's a good offensive coordinator, though. He is a good offensive coordinator. I mean – you know, he was like offensive coordinator when he won the last couple of MVPs. So I, 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 I don't have an issue with him being an offensive coordinator. He just can't be head coach. He's awful. Um, but I, it's more, it, it's, it's part schedule. It's part, um, a lot of the offense, you know, is again, a retread of what the Packers had. But also I think the other part of it is, is that, you know, Rogers is extremely stubborn. And so if he isn't getting things going his way, he gets pouty, he gets grabby, he starts to force things, he tries to run the show. It's, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but I, I don't think he plays very well in cold weather anymore either. Um, and so, you know, towards the end of the season, I think there'll be a problem. Um, but they're not, I mean, they're not worse than the Patriots. Um, and they do have a lot of talent on defense, which you know, I think will help him a lot. So um, I think 10 and seven's right. So yeah. I'll, I'll go the over, but I mean, I don't like feel great about that. I could see them going nine and eight. All right. Fair. Let's get into some quick ones real quick. Cause I know we still have a lot we want to cover Robert, the lions, they're everyone's darling now to not only win the super bowl, but win their division. Uh, what are we looking at for the over under for them this year? So like their mirror image looking at the New York Jets alley, uh, the Lions also nine and a half is their season win total uh, to go under, however, uh, laying a quarter uh, on their season win total nine and a half. Mark, I'll let you start with this one since they're one of your division foes. What was the over under nine and a half? Oh, that's too high. I mean, I just uh, again, I they're certainly much better. And, and, and by the way, they could win 10 games. I'm not saying they can't, they could even win 11. I just, I, I mean, we're talking about wagering on this here and, you know, <laughs> putting money on the lions to win 10 games. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I just, I, I, I would have such a hard time. Doing. Look, look, I still believe in the NFL. It's one of the few sports where yes, you can go from worst to first or vice versa, but generally speaking, you still have to generally prove something to some degree before you kind of get to the next level. And the fact that the Lions still haven't made the playoffs in whatever, nine years. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I just like, I, I, 
Yeah, look, bad division or not a great division. NFC is definitely worse than the AFC, so there are some things in their favor. Good offense. Um, I don't love their coach at all, uh, and I don't like their defense really either. Still, so yeah, I definitely go the under on that one for sure. Yeah, I would probably. I think nine wins is probably right for them. So I agree with you. I'm sticking with nine. How about you, Robert? That makes me really happy to know that my number's kind of close, at least. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be the Lions' year. Uh, I mean, they did lose Chark, Williams, uh, Swift, you know, but they still have plenty of excellent receivers, you know, and they're going to have some new faces at the running back depth chart, including David Montgomery from Chicago. Actually, no, Buffalo. Uh, nine and eight last year. I think the upward movement's going to push them to that 10th win. All right. Let's move on to the Jaguars, another team that seems to be ranking up there with people's favorites to really break out this year. Robert, what's their over under? Yeah, it's exactly the same way. I keep hitting these nine and a halves. Uh, great selections, Allie. So nine and a half is the Jaguar season win total uh, to go over very heavy, steep price minus one fifty. to go over. Yes. Man, I'm on that, that value with that under I'm taking that all day. How about you, Mark? Uh, what was the number? It's nine and a half over 150 for the Jags. Yes. I mean, bad division, um, bad division, tough conference. Um, I'm pretty high on them. Um, I, I like them to take a big step forward. I like Trevor Lawrence to take another step forward. I think that playoff game will give them confidence. I think they could have freaking won the playoff game against the Chiefs for gosh sakes. Um, I, I think they're very talented and, uh, yeah, I definitely like the over on that one. All right. What about the bears, Robert? Another team, people just love Justin Fields, especially if they're fantasy football. Two and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, (laughs) we got to make it reasonable here. (laughs) So it is reasonable. You probably get action both sides. (laughs) Look, let's, let's see them. I think that they could probably have a little bit of a step up a little bit a little bit more than the wallowing position they were in. Bears, seven and a half is their season win total, over 130. Oh, I'm going under, 100% under. 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 I, under. I, I don't see it. I, I don't see – if you make Justin Fields throw, you're, he's going to throw an interception and you're going to lose the game. That's And right. defenses haven't figured out. Like, it, that's 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 what happens. I'm, I'm sorry. And <laughs> – I said I said before the the show started, Robert. I don't think that DJ Moore is going to do much of a difference. Clay, Chase, uh, yeah, Claypool, Chase Claypool definitely didn't help the team out when they acquired him. So, and they lost David Montgomery. So I don't know. I don't see it. All right. Last but not least, this is an interesting one. The 49ers, Robert. Again, we don't know who's taking the snap week one. It could be Sam Darnold. Probably not Bar Purdy. I don't think he's going to be there. And it could be Trey Lance. What are we looking at for their over under? Yeah, it doesn't seem to really make much of a difference who they're putting behind center. Ten and a half, the season win total for the Niners, under 140. Yeah, I'm taking the under, 100%. Yeah, for sure. I don't get that one at all. They don't even know who's going to be at the quarterback position. What the hell? That's unbelievable. This is is all true right now. Look, that's obviously the gigantic elephant in the room here right next to us. Purdy, pleasant surprise, of course, right? From Mr. Irrelevant to playoff hero. He's still sure. recovering. He's going to recover for a bit. Uh, we'll see if he could still play like that for a full season uh, or if, you know, it's just kind of fluky. 
Trey right. Lance, he's also recovering from an injury, uh, you know. But the fact that Purdy's already kind of penciled in as a starter, um, I don't know. I mean, I th- I think that honestly, we, we're probably looking at a big number, you know, maybe even like an NFC Championship caliber number. Yeah. Well, let's move on to MVP real quick. So, Robert, what players are getting the most action for next year's MVP? Hopefully it's not Trey Lance like it was last year. <laughs> Trey Lance was the most bet player last year. And uh, sorry, guys, it wasn't uh, wasn't the case. That was taken as, is... up as, uh, as of week two last year. That was a terrible <laughs> Look, as, as is the case pretty much every single season when you put out the NFL MVP award, odds to win are almost always a quarterback. Your top choices this year, Patrick Mahomes at seven and a half to one, Burrow eight and a half to one. Allen at nine and a half to one. Mark, I'd like to hear your comment about him being the third option for MVP. Mm-hmm. Herbert, Hertz, Rogers, all around 13 to one with Lamar Jackson at 15. So that's like the next tier, along with Trevor Lawrence and Tago Vilo at 18 to one. And then it kind of drops off to Fields, Prescott, and Watson right around the 25 to one range. You're not going to see a odd anything close to like you're you're looking at triple digits the moment you leave the quarterback position. Notably, yeah. the first one, uh, Jefferson, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Nick Chubb, they're all close to 100 to 1. Right. I really, really like uh, Herbert at 12 to 1. Um, I think that, uh, well, first of all, I mean, I think he's a top three quarterback in the league, uh, but he's going to put up huge numbers. I could... I, I could actually see the Chargers winning that division at a bare minimum, uh, taking second and winning, what, 12 games, 12 and five, right? Um, and if he puts up really gaudy numbers and they do sneak away and beat out the Chiefs to win that division, which I think could definitely happen, um, then I think he's I, I, I think he's the favorite at that point. So basically what you're betting on in my opinion, is who wins that division. Nailed um, it. And so I think there's a realistic chance for um, the Chargers to win it. Um, I mean, obviously Burrow's great, but the but the Bengals tend to always get like the third or the fourth seed. I, I mean, I, I think whoever wins the AFC West gets the one seed. And I think the Chargers could definitely go 13 and four. Um, 12 and five or 13 and four. 12 and five takes second. 13 and four wins it. So um, yeah, I'm going to, I would say, uh, Herbert, I like, uh, I like him for MVP. That's a good pick. And I especially like that Kellen Moore went from the Cowboys to be the yeah. offensive coordinator there. I think yeah. that really helps them. They have another, they drafted Quentin Johnson in the first round that just adds to Herbert's arsenal. So I think that's a really good pick. If I'm looking at value or as like a dark horse candidate, I don't like him, but Deshaun Watson, I mean, if, if he can turn that Cleveland team around and make them contenders, uh, you know, to compete with, with uh, what's his name, you know, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, Burrow and the Bengals, I think that could be a sleeper if you want value at 30 to 1. He does have a good receiving core. He has Amari Cooper. They got Elijah Moore from the Jets. Still have Nick Chubb, who I think is definitely a top three running back in this league. So, for me, I would lean with Mark as probably Justin Herbert would be my pick. But if you want a dark horse, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Deshaun Watson there. How about you, Robert? Uh, the last thing that I probably want to say is if you're looking at a a team that's going to uh, win their division, they probably did it because of their quarterback. Uh, 
Let, let's go ahead with the uh, newly minted quarter billion dollar man. I uh, I like 15 to one odds on Lamar Jackson. Oh, you're saying that because Odell went there. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well, I, I'm, I, I don't know if that contract is going to work out for them. I'm just not high on Lamar Jackson again. Again, he's one of those guys I feel like you make him throw. He's just not as good as when he uses their legs. And since he's he's off injured, I think he's missed what 16, 17 games in the last two seasons. So that that's just that's really taking a risk on it. Uh, I don't like I don't like betting on off injured quarterbacks. So that's a tough one. All right, guys. Well, this is a great episode. We're gonna have many, many more coming in the next few weeks and months and whatnot. Very exciting time of year. But I do know being a sports better, it might seem a little slow, but there's no worries. We have our Robert Kowalski here to tell you what is coming up that you should be betting on. We know MLB is an everyday thing. There's soccer. What else do we have, Robert? Ali, no, no, thanks so much. Absolutely. To to wrap, I think if you just go ahead and take a look at the app, you're going to see an awful lot of options. You know, Wimbledon is definitely one that's going to be coming around in the middle of July. Obviously, uh, you know, with the way Novak Djokovic finished, he's going to be the favorite there behind Carlos uh, Alcaraz and Medvedev on the men's side. And the women's side looks going to be like really, really wide open on the women's side uh, between uh, Ribakina, Sabalenka, and of course, uh, Iga Sviatek, who wanted, I think that there's going to be lots of wide open options there on the ladies' side. UFC 290 uh, is going to be coming around not too far from today as well. Uh, great, great card, which, you know, if I dig a little bit deeper, I'm realizing, wait a second, this is almost like uh, um, an homage to uh, all of the great Mexican martial artists that are coming in because uh, Volkanovsky uh, from Australia, uh, he's got his matchup coming up and it's going to be really i mean if you just look at you know early odds right now it's it's going to be a pretty pretty tight fight between him and his opponent of course uh brandon moreno is going to be on there he is the champ as well at uh, at the flyweight division also from tijuana so you're looking at uh just a really really good matchup coming up there and of course smack dab in between that major league baseball's all-star game you know the all-star games of course you know, the game side and the total, of course, is just one way we're going to have so many props on there. I'm not going to know which way to count them, but, uh, you know, all of that to look forward to, uh, you know, just in July alone, Allie. Yeah, some good stuff. And then you have the Women's World Cup coming on down the line. So there is definitely a lot to bet. USA, Mexico squaring off tonight. That should be a good one. I'm looking forward to watch that. So before we head out, I want to thank my guests so much for joining, Mark. It's been a pleasure. You are more than always welcome on. Robert, as always, we have so much fun, and it's like this hour goes by in a blink of an eye. And before we sign off, Mark, any last thoughts or advice for the audience? Yeah, get out there and use Zen Sports. I mean, why uh, bet with other sports books and not get rewarded for your play and not get cash back bonuses when you can get cash back and referral bonuses and uh, other bonuses for your play. Um, plus talk to us anytime, day or night, 24 seven customer support. Um, and you're supporting, you know, a small business, a startup that's up and coming. Um, would love to have everyone, uh, you know, join our book. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then obviously <clears throat> as we have the new features coming up, uh, you know, at some point when we get regulatory approval on things like peer to peer, it's only going to keep getting better. That's why our slogan is betting uh, keeps getting better. Um, and, uh, you know, we just uh, would love to have you. So 
coming in. I know it's a sl- little bit of a slower time of year betting wise, but uh, this is the perfect time to try things out. Uh, try out some baseball bets, try out some tennis bets, golf bets, UFC, and uh, yeah, heading into football season, it'll be busy. All right. Well, thank you guys so much, Nashville and Tennessee as a whole. Take care.